Welcome to Women's Hot Topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happen if you say what you want to say? I keep a close watch on this heart of mine I keep my eyes wide open all the time I keep the ends out for the tie that binds Because you're mine, I walk the line Hello ladies! Ooh baby, we are going to be walking the line today I am so glad that you have tuned in My name is Sugbury host of Women's Hot Topics. Boy, do we have a special day. Not only do I have my co-host, Linda Burns, with me, one of my faves. Hello, Linda, and welcome. Mm, thanks, Shug. But we also have a panel mm. of men. Well, why do we have this whole room full of men? We got a room full of men because they are going to be digging into the women's hot topics of today. Haven't you always wondered what do men think of? I mean, I don't get them. They don't get me. What are they thinking? And we have got just a collection of Christian men who love the Lord. And boy, are we going to bullet them with a couple questions, Linda. Yeah. Are you rested? I'm rested. Are you ready to rock? Yes, I am. I love it. Let me introduce the guys to you if I could. The first gentleman we have here is Dr. George Kramer. He is an MD in private practice in Minnetonka, specializing in natural injection therapy to stimulate healing and connective tissue regeneration for arthritis, back and neck pain, sports and other injuries and other pain problems. Get this, ladies, without drugs or surgery. I love that, Dr. Kramer, who I'm going to be calling George He has been married to his wonderful wife, Reagan. And if you think that name sounds familiar, that's because she has been on this show several times with me as well. And they've been married for 15 years. They have three grown boys, Nick, Brian, Michael, and a delightful six-year-old Henry. Hey, Henry, a little sugar from Shug. Now, I got to tell you, George, that's going to keep you young. All that little energy that six-year-old Henry has. So welcome. Um, George, how can people find out about your practice and how can they get hold of you? Uh, the website is georgekramermd.com and the phone number you can call for more information. You can awesome. email. It's georgekramermd.com. I, you know, I got to come in and visit you. I mean, not that I want you to look at my rear end, but I tell you, I got back problems and I need some shots. So I'm going to have to connect with you after the show. Yeah, I see a lot of people with back trouble. Oh, look at that. But no drugs or surgery. I'm so excited about that. Dr. George <clears throat> Kramer. Um, the next guest we have is a personal friend of mine as well, Marty Nyman. Marty, welcome. It's awesome to be here, Shug. He is the Vice President and Chief Growth Officer for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Minnesota. He's responsible for the growth and delivery of services that help people live healthier lives. I'm starting to see a theme here between the health care providers in this room. Uh, prior to Blue Cross, Marty was Vice President, Business Development and Commercializations for the United Healthcare the nation's largest health insurance insurer. Marty is also an instructor at the University of Minnesota's Carlson School of Management. Ooh, that's quite prestigious. Specializing in graduate studies in entrepreneurship and business formation. Welcome, Marty. There's just one thing I want to make sure, two things I want to make sure I add. 
Um, you have been married to your beautiful wife, Carolyn, for how many years? 30 years. Oh, you don't even look old enough to be married that long. <laughs> you know, that applause is for Carolyn, by the way. She, she certainly would appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Way to go, Carolyn. And you've got three adult kids. Their name is Sydney, Jackson, and Shelby. But not only that, Marty has just a heart for those in prison, and he comes in and serves with me in prison. How long have you been serving in prison, Marty? I think I've been serving about eight years now. Wow, awesome, awesome. When he's just such a gifted speaker. So thank you, Marty, for coming. Our last, not last, our next uh, person that we're interviewing today is Tony Parr. Welcome, Tony. Thank you for being here. It's great to be here. Tony is a partner with Parr McKnight Wealth Management Group, and as a certified financial planner and founding member of the Parr McKnight Wealth Management Group, he enjoys harnessing the collective talents of his team and the vast resources of their firm to make the greatest possible impact on clients' lives. At Parr McKnight, it's their mission to enhance the quality of their clients' lives and bring prosperity and blessing to those that you guys serve. But what really gets me is his really awesome childhood. Get this, ladies. Tony's childhood was not typical. He was born in New York City to a mother who immigrated from Sweden at the age of 17. She was seeking adventure and opportunity. That sounds like something I might have done. Me too. And to a father who fled the communist takeover in Cuba in 1959. He spent his childhood, where's where I'd like to be right now, on a Caribbean island of Puerto Rico (laughs) and in Mexico City. He attended Boston University and graduated with honors, earning a degree in economics. Hey, ladies, you know what? He is a newlywed. Just got married. He's got a new wife, soulmate, best friend, Christine. And rumor has it, he gave her his first kiss in sixth grade. Is that true, Tony? That wasn't part of the script. Yes, I lured her to the back <laughs> stairwell on the last day of school and gave her her first kiss. I, I love I, it. I forgot until we met at the 30th reunion when she reminded me, but that's a story for another day. Yeah, I love it. I love it. The first kiss. Dude, you're the man. <laughs> <laughs> Christine and Tony have recently blended their family with five terrific kids, Taylor, Tanner, Nelson, Connor, and Lily. Oh, Tony, rest up now with those additional kids. Yeah, I tell you, you got to get closer to the ground on your knees when you've got more kids to pray for. Um, You can share today as well as a guy who's been recently single because you've been married for how long now? One week. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Oh, hang on, Christine. We are going to have some fun with your new hubby. That's for sure. You guys, welcome. Uh, just a, a big welcome to you. But I don't want to forget one of my faves all time, and that's John Berg. John, welcome to the group. <laughs> Thank you, Shug. I, I, I'm looking forward to today's show. John is like the single guy representing all single men in America today at the microphone. I've got a big job today, Shug. You do. <laughs> I'm you speaking do. for all single men. Women's hot topics. Mm. I tell you, we have got some great... Great stuff to cover today. Um, So I'm going to turn it over to Linda and allow her to just kick us off on this program as we ask the guys all the questions we've been wondering about. Gosh, what what an incredible group of guys we have here. It's almost intimidating. They're all good looking, too. Yeah, they are. Um, I I first want to say I really appreciate you guys coming today. And I appreciate the bigger part of it. I was thinking about this, how grateful I am for the man that I know that walked beside and with the Lord mm-hmm. and their their in, interaction with me and how they do it. So anyway, 
Um, the first question, I think, is for George. He's going to pick this up. And we want to ta- start talking about um, what does a man desire in a woman? That's a lot of things. And I just thought of this, uh, that I wrote in my journal years ago pray, uh, and had a list of our, a godly woman, lovely, loves to run, ski, a number of things. And uh, he gave me every one in Reagan other than playing tennis. And now she's learning. Wow. That's pretty wow. impressive. That's that's a cool answer to prayer. Yeah. I, I wow. real. It was very, it was almost to the, the word. She's an answer to prayer. Wow. So I, but I realized there are a lot of things on my list, yeah. but some of them, some of them are, is, is she happy already? She's not looking for someone to make her happy, but she's already happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a godly woman. That was the first on my list mm-hmm. and reminds me of um, Proverbs 31.10, uh, a wife of noble character. Mm-hmm. She is more precious than rubies. Uh, her husband has full confidence in her and mm-hmm. lacks nothing of value. Uh-huh. And I thought if you've got a wife of noble char- character, you lack nothing of value. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's, uh, you've got it all in mm-hmm. a spouse, I think. Yeah. Um, attractiveness, of course. That's one yep. thing, but uh, beauty is fleeting, right? Uh, it's Proverbs again. Uh, <laughs> but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Mm-hmm. And uh, another one, physical touch mm-hmm. is important to men. Um, and But a survey I heard uh, uh, in wives, it's more important to have peace than sex. Hmm. In a relationship, hmm. in a marriage. so From the man's perspective? From the man's perspective. He really, really wants peace. Well, I believe rather, that. I mean, liar, not rather liar, than sex. Pants on fire. Right. <laughs> not, yeah. I didn't say no sex. Yeah. I said that. It, more. Uh, but it's more important yes. in a marriage, supposedly. Isn't yeah. there a scripture <clears throat> verse that says a man would rather be on the rooftop? In the roof. That was my next. That was written <laughs> down right here. With a quarreling wife? Yeah. Rather than live yes. with a quarrelsome wife. What if yeah. you don't have a roof? You're out of luck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's always a door. <laughs> you, you, you could live in the basement. Yeah, you know? could walk you go. the desert for 40 years. Yeah, yeah. that's right. right. That's right. And, and they can have fun. And that's what, uh, men want com, uh, recreational companionship mm-hmm. to have fun. And I, that was, that's always also a big thing that I think yeah. men desire. That's kind of my you know, thoughts. Is, what? That, is that the go-to when you're looking at a babe across the table? I desire, what? this is what I desire in her. I desire, you know, and you do want him to be happy. I love the fact that you said that, George, because you don't want a woman who's going to find her satisfaction in you. You right. want her to already be established with the Lord and already have, um, you know, a relationship with them. But, but you know, when you think about desiring, and I loved what you shared about that communication and, and Reagan, how you had that list and she fulfilled all of it. Hey, John. Remember, I told you as a single guy, you should make a top 10 list like David Letterman and post that puppy above your bed and pray on it every night. Mm-hmm. I do recall that show. Look yes. at what yes. happened to George. It worked. Yeah, it worked. It worked. And Amazing. she's a hot smoking little tamale, too. So right. that's awfully I need to, cool. I need to p- take a, pay, a page from Dr. George's book. Yeah. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, and I was going to say that. I was going to go back and say the first thing you said was that I prayed about it like I I prayed about it. I made, you know, I -hmm. took all of my desires and wrote them down and started to pray. And um, I think that's a really big deal. I I see, you know, I've been in leadership in women's Bible studies for years and um, I've met a ton of women and um, 
to tell them that, just like Suge told you, John, to to actually do that mm-hmm. and believe and trust that God's going to show up. Mm-hmm. This is like a testimony right here. Yeah, amen. And Number one is thank you, Reagan. Loves the yeah. Lord, and it yeah. wasn't right away. Yeah, was, you know, I prayed exactly. a long time. Yeah, yeah. And you had to look for that. Yeah. You know, she's not going to come to the door as a pizza man, so you got to get out there and look. <laughs> uh, um, did you recognize it when you when she walked into the room? No, that's another. <laughs> that's a long story. story. But I did have oh. to ask her for my first kiss. Yeah, really. Yeah, I yeah. didn't have to. I chose to, oh. just, out of respect, yeah. just yeah. like Tony did behind the in his sixth grade. He did. He was ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah, ask and you shall receive. Right. That's right. That's right. I can't believe how time's already uh, fine. We're gonna, would you guys make this into a two-parter with me, please? Yeah. We sure. just got way too much information to cover. If you're just tuning in, my name is Sugbury. This is him for her radio women's hot topics. I am with my fabulous co-host Linda Burns, and we have the coolest guys here ever. We've got John Berg, George Kramer, Marty Nyman, and Tony Parr with us. I gotta tell you, somebody let these men out. Who let the dogs out? John, 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 do I love you. I tell you, you're my Ed McMahon to Johnny Carson. And I know you're, you're way too young to know who that is. You are correct, Shug. <laughs> what would I ever do without you, baby? Okay, we are asking these guys the questions that all women have on their hearts. And, you know, we just did an episode with um, Jay Bryan and Renee Kelva with Hearts Igniting Ministry. And we talked about, um, in Ephesians uh, 533, we talk about... What it means to not only have the women respect their husbands, but men for you to love us. And I want really would encourage all of our listeners to go to that chapter. It starts out with submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So you're not only are you submitting just one, but one to another. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do the Lord. And, you know, we did a, a show with Morgan Wood called can submission be sexy? And I encourage you guys to listen to that because we really had some hot topics going on. But it also, that scripture talks about husband is the head of the wife. Wives should submit to their husbands and everything. But it does say husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. At the end of it on, on uh, verse 33, 533, however, each of you must also love his wife as he loves himself. And the wife must respect r-e-s-p-e-c-t yeah her husband and so i'm going to ask you guys this question um in fact i'd like to ask it to you tony first based on what we just heard in ephesians what does it look like for a wife to treat you with respect i mean what is respect in your eyes oh that's a great question Shug. and i just want to remember as we go through our interviews today we need to understand that this is a two-way street you know for it's like what do men desire what do women need um, it's a reciprocal relationship. And one of the greatest books that had an impact on my interactions with women is called Love and Respect, which mm-hmm. is basically taken from Ephesians. Mm-hmm. And he generalizes a little bit, Pastor Emerson Egricks. He says women are creatures of love and men are creatures of respect. And if a woman is, is felt loved, then she will respect her man. Mm-hmm. And if a man feels respected, he will in turn love his wife. And I've noticed that in my relationship with Christine. If I love her, she respects me, and we get this positive cycle upward. Mm -hmm. 
And then when I notice other relationships where there's no love and no respect, it's just a downward spiral. So those are two critical ingredients. But for a woman to respect a man, um, a lot of people say that communication is a huge thing in marriage. And I agree with that. But I think one of the greatest things you can do is show compassion for your mate. Um, We all step in it from time to time. We Mm -hmm. all make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And the poor relationships are one where you're blowing out your partner's candle to make yours burn brighter. Mm -hmm. The greatest relationships are when you're lifting each other up. So um, I think men often fall into the temptation of wanting to fix things rather than listen to their mates. So I always repeat to myself when I'm talking to my spouse, um, do you want me to fix this or would you just like me to listen? (laughs) You know, we're doing a show on (laughs) honey. Why do you try to fix things when I only want you to listen? And we're going to be doing that with Hearts Igniting as well. You hit it right on the head, Tony. I mean, because just this morning I was talking to my husband about something and he said, well, I think you should do. I said, no, uh -uh. Mm -hmm. I just want you to listen. That's it. And often we'll interrupt our spouses before they're even done with the solution. It's like, listen to the end, pause and listen with intent to understand. Mm -hmm. Don't listen with intent to fix. Yeah. But, you know, how do men feel respect from women? Um, you know, oftentimes we're the providers in the household. I don't want to sound chauvinistic. Am I going to get a foghorn for that one? I don't know. Um, there we go. But, you know, <laughs> I love it when I come home and my wife has a smile on her face and um, she fixes a lot of the meals in the house that yeah. maybe show me. But I show mm-hmm. gratitude all the time. But mm-hmm. when she has a meal ready for me, meets me with a smile and a hug. When I when I do end up helping her fix something, she thanks me for my input. Mm-hmm. She tells me what a great provider I am. One of my love languages is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So I like to hear that I'm handsome or mm-hmm. that I'm a good provider. You know, and that's the way she shows me respect. And also, even though I'm a very social person, she knows that I recharge my battery sometimes by being alone. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't take offense to that. Yeah. She lets me go retreat to my man cave mm-hmm. and do my work. You know, or, they sound like the perfect couple. Yeah. I can tell it's been, what, seven days, four hours. We're going to well, check in with you. I mean, this is this is version 2.0 and all the bugs have been worked out. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good one. I like that. Version 2. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I was going to say... Um, my husband, okay, so Dan and I have been married 40 years. We just celebrated our 40th wedding anniversary. And awesome. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> and he's, he's been really, thanks, John. We need a little more of that. No. <laughs> um, yeah, God bless him. He is, I have a strong personality, and he's been willing to, like, you know, stay in there. But um, he's just learning to listen. Mm. And he's intently doing it, like... Really, like really listen. And it and, and it's throws me. Like I'm like I stop. I'm just like, wow, he's really listening. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting point when you think about it, especially for as long as, yeah. as Linda, if you've been married forty years, I've been married thirty years. There is a tendency we kind of get used to each other, don't we? Yeah. You know, and one of the things I think on this topic that is a uh, healthy reminder is to reframe your your um interactions. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean, uh, if you were to just have met your spouse, if someone just introduced you to them, how would you behave? Would you behave differently? You probably Mm -hmm. would. You, you know, you, you take a different uh, approach in terms of uh, how you interacted, how you asked questions, how you listened. I think that's one of the key Mm -hmm. points that Tony has raised. So I think it's helpful because we can tend to fall into those ruts, Mm -hmm. if you might, uh, rhythms of being with this person for as long as you have, for good or for bad. I like to do that once in a while say, what if you were just met your spouse? How would you behave? And are you aligning with that today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Amen importance of dating. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Dating your wife? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Tony, don't forget. Do you guys um, flirt with your wife? <laughs> well, I, uh, one time, um, and I think I need to do it again, said, okay, now, I'm going to be over at the bar here and pretend <laughs> like you, you never met me before. <laughs> and see how that... Really uh, good. And sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could be scary. <laughs> I think it's important to flirt together. I really do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, I love my man, Blair and I. We've been together over 40 years. God bless him. And we met in high school. Uh, we first kissed under the mistletoe of my pretend mistletoe in my car. Mm-hmm. And we were only 17 at the time. And I'm still not going to make out with him. I love it. Cute. Hello to my lover, Blair. Um, so, guys, next question. We talked about respect. Uh, we talked about what that looks like to you, um, uh if you would, Marty, just for a second, add a little bit more about what does it look like when Carolyn treats you with respect? Um, you know, there's a sense of, of honoring and recognizing who I am mm-hmm. and what I am to her. And it, remember, we've been around for a while. Respect doesn't come necessarily in the platitudes like, oh, you were so good there and you did that well. It, it is about recognizing who I am and the value that I bring to her. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when we feel, I feel that my worth is truly yeah. meaningful to her. Now, to, when, when you feel respected by your wives, does that make you feel like, a, you know, you're all feeling good? It's a good day. Big. Loving it's the woman. I am man. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and, and I'll tell you, I, I'd love to hear the other guy's perspectives. Also, you, it kind of humbles you. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. you know, there's something about that acknowledgement of who you are yeah. that says, okay, all right, I don't have to prove anything. I don't have to posture. I don't have to be an imposter. Mm-hmm. Actually, it kind of pulls you back into maybe more humility. Yeah. 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 That's a great point. George, you got anything to add to that? Well, I don't want to echo the honor when you feel honored. And we should do that mm-hmm. to our wives, you know, mm-hmm. um, too. But then we feel lifted up, mm-hmm. and we're energized mm-hmm. to contribute back to the to the marriage. Mm-hmm. But um, being respected is is like Tony said, uh, appreciating. Say, I'm thank you for for working so hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. things yeah. like that, and thank you for doing the little things you do. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. it. The gratitude mm-hmm. is super important. And I also think that uh, it's important in a relationship to acknowledge how awesome your spouse is, but also when you're giving them these words of affirmation or compliments, you're giving them a reputation for them to live up to also. Mm-hmm. Right. You're the best mom. You're the greatest wife. I love mm-hmm. what you do with your job. I love your perseverance with your fitness routine. Mm-hmm. That eggs people on. That that pushes Who them Who are on. you guys? Keep I mean, really, going. we need to clone you yes. all? <laughs> yeah. Johnny, you taking notes? Yeah. I'm a man. <laughs> Absolutely taking notes, Chuck. I just think it's amazing. I mean, you guys are awesome, and we could all learn from him. Uh, not my husband, because he's already like perfecto. Perfect. But, um, you know, Linda and I are so blessed to be sitting here with you guys. Um, we haven't even tapped our questions. And, guys, we only got two minutes left. Wow. So I just want to ask. We're going to go into part two, ladies. Are, do you want this? I'm sure you do. I'm so excited. We're going to go into part two of women's hot topics with this fabulous group of men. And we're going to talk a little bit about, okay, guys, what does it mean for a man to love his wife? And I know you're going to be thinking we're talking about making love, and we're not. So we're going to talk about that a little bit in the next segment. We're also going to be talking about how do you balance your life? I mean, you guys have hobbies, you've got work, you've got family time. How do you find that to be um, powerful in your life and effective? And then the other questions, which we all want to know, is what do men think about women and maintenance, uh, Botox, cosmetic surgery, hair color, etc.? How do you feel when women 
uh, use cosmetic surgery to enhance their looks. We're going to be talking about that as well. And we're going to talk about family. And I got to tell you guys, there is nothing sexier than a man who loves his wife and is an awesome dad. So can I just thank you for a minute, gentlemen, Dr. George Kramer. Uh, I'm just so happy to have you here, Tony Parr and uh, Marty Nyman, as well as my Love You A Ton co-host, Linda Burns. Thanks, Shug. I'm so Love glad. You too. John, I know you're back there. You keep me ticking. <laughs> We're running out of time. We'll have to do this again next week. I know. Sure. We're going to do it again. Two. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And I'm going to ask you right now, if you don't know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I would ask that you would take this moment right now to invite him into your heart. Why? Because I tell you, your life is going to rock. Not only rock, your relationships will rock. And I got to tell you, God is going to make you the woman that you were intended to be in Jesus Christ. This is Suge Burry, host of Women's Hot Topics. Over and out. Over and out.